Bosses, it's the Digital Princess, and you're listening to the Boss Experience, where we share our personal stories as lady entrepreneurs. Alexa, please retwist my locks. Today, we have the lock pharmacy specialist, okay, Anaya on the line, Charlotte's finest, and she's just going to share a little bit about her journey and let us know what it's like being a stylist in her city throughout the states and getting the job done. So subscribe to the Boss Experience Podcast and multitask with us for 20 minutes. Secure your headphones, buckle your seatbelt, and turn up the volume because this is the inspiration you've been seeking. Anaya, Boss Lady, how are you doing today? I'm well. How are you? (laughs) Great. Thank you so much for joining today. So I was taking a look at your page and I was just like, oh, she knows what she's doing. She knows what she's doing. Okay, because... I've been thinking, I've been natural for like maybe five years now. And I was thinking, cause I still can't do my hair, right? I have to, like, I have to have an appointment. And I was thinking, you know, like locks might really be the look for me. So I enjoy just going through your stuff in general, like personally, but I want you to let everybody know like where you're from, where you're located now and how you got started in hair. So I'm originally from New- Atlantic City, New Jersey. I grew up in Absecon. It's a small town. Uh, Basically, I've been doing hair for about, I want to say eight years now. I took it, I want to say I started to take it like actually serious when I got to like high school. Because I was like, oh wow, like people are always telling me, oh, you're good at doing hair. It's like, I originally started doing like sew-ins, crochet. I was always into like the natural look and and basically once I started to like reach out and I'm like okay people are like you need to start taking this you can really do hair and I started charging the girls like around my neighborhood and I started charging the girls that I went to high school with and like it just took off from there I used it as a trade once I got to college and it became something that I was very, I became very passionate about it. And I like that for the natural industry, it just, my vision continued to grow. It started off some, as something small. I was like, okay, you know, I can just do hair. I can just be a stylist. Once I seen, once I went to school for it and I started making different connections, I started talking to more people. I, oh yeah, I can go very far with this. So I use social media. Um, and a lot of word of mouth to basically business. Once I started, I would take about an hour of my day around like five, six o'clock in the morning before I would head to the gym. I would go on people's Instagram and just be, oh my gosh, I love your natural hair or I love your locks, check out our page. That's just what I would say. And my tag would be, let us be the daily dose dosage that your hair deserves mm. so I had one guy he messaged me back and he's like oh my gosh I love your page and I was like okay so he's like do you have an appointment available so I'm like oh yeah I have an appointment available in Charlotte North Carolina so that's where I reside now in Charlotte but I travel back and forth from New Jersey to do hair and so in the midst of this he's like okay well it's for my brother so he sends me over his page and I'm like, well, oh, so your brother plays football. 
Panthers. So he's like, yeah, my brother plays football. So I'm like, okay, that's cool. Um, <laughs> send me over his phone number and his email. So he sends over his information and I honestly thought it was fake. I'm like, uh, oh, uh, this probably not even who's about to show up, but okay, you know, I'll give them the appointment. <laughs> so it goes from there. So they pull up. I'm like, oh my gosh, okay. It's real. Oh, this is real. <laughs> right. I'm like, okay, this is real. So then he's after I finish it. You know, I love your work. Your prices are reasonable. Like, just a good vibe, good energy. I try to base my business based off of energy. Like, I don't want to be doing somebody's hair. And they're like, oh, well, I don't want to go back to her because her energy is off. Mm-hmm. I always try to make sure I'm coming in with a positive attitude. Even if my day is completely off balance outside of my business. But when I come in there, business and that's what I'm doing is strictly hair and I'm strictly focused on my client that he started telling his friends his other teammates and it just took off from there and um, I'm continuing to still build on that and I want to for business but I'm not sure as of right now if I really want to be like okay well put everything out there that I'm trying to do but I I do want my salons to be mobile soon now one point I want to point out is it always seems like the best route for entrepreneurs is what everyone is telling us everyone was telling you like girl you can do hair this might be something you're just doing to be nice on the side but like this is what you need to focus on So congratulations to you for taking that leap, being confident and saying like, I'm going to make a business out of this. Thank you. Yes. Amazing. You went ahead. You got a football player. Like that's great networking because he's going around. I know people are asking him about his hair and everything. So like (laughs) that played out really, really well. And number three, I wanted to talk about energy because depending on how deep or how many books or how outside of the box society out of the box people want to be like hair is very spiritual and like close to the soul and everyone shouldn't even be touching your hair so the fact that you are purposely considering like the energy that I have when I go into this room when I play with these people's roots needs to be positive it's so important and it brings back like that ritualistic Like, oh, I'm getting my hair done. I'm sitting down between my mom's legs and she's braiding my hair. They're telling (laughs) me stories. My grandma's over there. Like, that's how hair is supposed to be done. Right. Absolutely. I truly believe in that. I I always, like, every time, girl, I have my sage going in everything. Every morning I come in there, I'll sage. I'll light some candles, make sure, you know, just kind of setting the vibe, the mood. Like, sometimes I may have clients that'll come in here. They're like, oh, can we just talk today? And we play, usually I have music playing. We won't even play music. Usually we'll just come in here. They're like, I just want to talk to you. I just want to vent to you, you know? And it's kind of like a therapy session. But even though I'm not a therapist, I'm not a, a legally <laughs> right <laughs> um people come in there and they just they use that time to vent it's kind of like a spa day okay I want to be in here I want to relax kick off my shoes and you know relax and make sure I'm taking care of myself because self-care is one thing that we definitely do to he- take in here over here I always last week 
um, on Fridays. I do walking Fridays and I just like, I need a self-care day. So if you guys have the time to kick off your shoes and lay back and chill, take a self-care day because it is needed. And a small disclaimer, go ahead and get in on these walking Fridays, 125, ding, ding, okay. (laughs) But um, (laughs) I wanted to ask you a little bit about, since you, one, it's so cool that you do male and female hairstyles because you know normally like a hairstylist now they're only doing like sew-ins or braids and they're normally focusing on women so i feel like you get like a good understanding like you're a therapist for both sides you hear i'm probably i'm sure you hear a lot of crazy things oh girl (laughs) you can be like well i'm gonna let you know this girl is is doing this she playing you like this or you can be like nah i'm gonna let you know how the dudes think they doing you like this (laughs) No, trust me. It is it's so funny getting both sides, female and male clients. Like, cut when I listen, like, oh wow, I didn't even think that you guys would think like this. But some of them do, believe it or not. So I definitely understand getting getting both sides, female and male. And now I know it wasn't just out of the air that you pulled the name the Lock Pharmacy. Like, there's this big. Um, confusion between calling locks locks and dreads do you know the history behind that and can you give like our listeners just a little background about why we should be calling them locks okay so I always try to correct my clients some of my new babies that do come in as well and they start their locks because I don't just twist locks I start people's journey for them as well I always tell them that this is the start of your birthday. So I always mm. try to correct people. It's just as well. we need to get out of the habit of saying uh, what is good. Good hair mm-hmm. is healthy hair. It's not good hair isn't defined by the texture or the length. Hair is healthy hair. It doesn't matter if it's short, long, it has a looser curl looser wave pattern it does not matter good hair is healthy hair so the same goes for locks when it comes to describing your locks I always try to tell people trying to compare your locks to other people's locks we don't Mm -hmm. call them dreads because there's nothing dreadly about our hair you want to make sure that even if talking to you and they say oh my gosh I love your dreads you can kind of correct them in a nicer way or I saying these are locks because my locks represent me these are who I this is who I stand for you know so I actually converted from locks to wicks so I have about I went from four to 14 wicks what's so, wait what's wicks what's the difference so okay so wicks originated more like I would say in the Florida area, mm-hmm. they got the look from, if you ever look at a palm tree and like the leaves are huge on them and they're like really big, it probably has like. Ah, uh, so you combined your locks. Yes. So I joined got my it. locks together. So most of the time people call them like, oh, you married your locks together. <laughs> but that's what I ended up doing and sometimes people will say oh my gosh your dreads are huge but I'm like oh no they're not dreads they're locks Mm -hmm. but they're wicks in this term interesting because I mean 
you you combine yours, but I know there's also a style called freeform. Yes. So do you manage freeform form locks also? Yes, there is a proper way to manage freeform, even if they don't get them twisted. I know like Cam Newton, um, Jay-Z, they have more of a freeform lock. So basically how they would maintenance is like just your basic misting your um your hair hair, they wouldn't get it retwisted. So there's no type of I would say neatness to it. It mm-hmm. as it is. Mm, and I also saw that you sell like ex- extensions for locks, like the pretty little flower buns and stuff. Like do you cus- make those custom? Yeah, so I cut so anytime that I do lock extensions, I don't order my locks off of like or anything because I know they do have those locks, but I go to other people who have had locks that usually cut their locks out. They have them in their in the barbershops or people like previous clients of mine may have cut their locks out and I would purchase the locks from them. So basically what I would do, I would detox them, which is your ACV rinse. It's apple cider vinegar, lemon juice, and baking soda. I would soak them in there for almost probably about like two weeks. You want to clean them, wow. cleanse them. Then I kind of do like a little just to kind of, you know, Cause spirits carry my gra- yeah. I love the thrift, so my grandma always be like, "When you get that stuff home, you better pray make sure on. you wash it." <laughs> <laughs> yes, look, I, I definitely thrift as well. So I am I'm completely here for it. So when when I do get to that point where uh, I have clients that ask, "Oh, well, I want to do," or I want to do a hair piece because I have some clients that do suffer from alopecia and like really bad sometimes it's to the point where it's like minor it's not very aggressive so I would make clipping pieces almost like clippings for like um, hair extensions with like weave and sewings and stuff so taking those clippings it would just make their hair look fuller wherever that piece of the hair is thinning and I know alopecia can be so sensitive. Like it's like psoriasis. It's one of those like small things, but big things that really can affect anyone's confidence. I do have probably like a ham. I do deal with things like that. But when I have clients and I notice that, I try to make them feel as comfortable as possible only because they are just as, they will be treated like any other client. You don't want to treat them different because something about their hair. I try to make them leave out of my salon. They feel comfortable. They're like, oh my gosh, I'm, I'm a person. That's the goal. You want to make that client make sure that their confidence is at a level 10 at an all-time high because that is something that can pull away from their confidence of wearing their hair out. Some people hats because they're not comfortable with, you know, knowing that they're going through that and they don't even express that they're going through that. So I definitely would say making sure that that client is comfortable. I would even, My studio is private. So when my client comes in there, 
they're not sitting in front of a bunch of people who is like, oh, well, you know, there's other people in the salon talking. Sometimes when you create that personal space for that client, that gives them more confidence with their hair being around other people as well. Okay, because I'll go into the nail salon. I'll be like, oh, I want a little wax. They're like, wax what? I'm like, I don't want to tell everybody what I want to wax. Right. <laughs> so giving Calm that, down. that personal one-on-one space is definitely key when owning your salon or if they're um, getting a wax. Stuff like that is very... It's You want to kind of keep that confidential. Give that client now if some people come in there they don't really care hey by all means but some clients they do care for that that um confidentiality yeah so your next goal like you said it's going to be the mobile yes what like do you have certain areas you want to go or you just want to be able to go anywhere so my goal is to travel through all 50 states that is my absolute goal so right now, my goal is to be able to take over North Carolina as a whole, not just Charlotte. Charlotte is just the main attraction in the city. I went to the illustrious Johnson T. Smith University. So that is why I reside in Charlotte. And the lot pharmacy kind of is right now taking over Charlotte. But my goal is to branch out in other different areas. I have clients in Winston-Salem, Carolina, a few in Greenboro, so I'm slowly getting out there, but the, I want to use the dollar eighty rule um, to basically take over that first I mean, and branch out. You can't try to take over different areas and you don't even have the area that you actually reside in. You have that on lock. So my goal is to reach out to other different areas once I know that I have North Carolina, that's on the map, that's stated. People know the lock pharmacy is, oh, that's based in North Carolina. That's where it originated. Absolutely. You have to master North Carolina first. I'm with you on that. And then you grow out because then you're going to have people that are just like, yes, absolutely. She knows what she's doing. Like she does right. everybody's locks. She does hair. Okay. So let me know this. What's your biggest, it can be personal or business, but what's your biggest? No, ma'am. Do not bring that over here. I would say my biggest no, ma'am. Do not bring that over here with definitely. And I'm going to say that because, you know, as a hairstylist, it is hard to please everybody. And I have, my girlfriend says it to me all the time. She's like, Stylist because I can't please everybody like and I always tell her you know sometimes that person or that client is just not and you know how to win once you learn how to wean out those type of clients it will make life smooth sailing mm-hmm. and that doesn't it doesn't matter like it's just like Amazon I'm pretty sure Amazon cannot please everybody people say oh well I'll pay for a prime membership it's backed up. Once Amazon out your product and in the midst of that, the transporting to your and say if it gets ruined and they're like, okay, well, we can either refund you the product or we can refund you back your money. 
sometimes people thought some people are like, oh well, I don't want my money back or I don't want the product. What do you want then? <laughs> so it's kind of like, okay, we can't please you, but if we're still going to refund you back your money, and we can, we may not be the right company. So I would say that's just like, in even in the hair industry, sometimes you may have clients that are like, oh well, my come out the way I wanted it, and I may say, oh okay. Well, here's what I can do for you. I may give them three different options. They might not like those three different options. But my big no-no is that client, I would say, that client leaving on a, leaving on a bad note. That's my big no-no. I'm going to give you three different options. If I still can't figure out an option, I'm still going to give you an option after that. I'm going to recommend you to somebody else if I can't please you because that's my biggest thing with your brand because my brand started from nothing I literally say five clients now have over 300 clients so it's kind of like okay trying to juggle all those clients I know out of those 300 clients I may not get 20 of those clients back but how can I be able to replace those 20 clients and also make sure I can reach out to those 20 clients. Okay, well, what is it that we need to work on? How can we better our services to you? And it personalizes everything. It definitely does. Oh my gosh. Okay. Well, I love that because like I was saying earlier, like it's hard to find a hairstylist, but once I do, it doesn't have everything to do with how my hair looks. It has to do with like how I felt after the appointment. Right. Yes. So you're conquering that. I want to thank you so much for joining the show today. Please let everyone know where to find you and book you. So you can find me in Charlotte, North Carolina. We are on Instagram at The Lot Pharmacy. We are on TikTok at The Lot Pharmacy. In each bio, we have a link tree where you can directly book on our website. All right. That's what I love to hear. <laughs> Thank you, everyone, for tuning in today, for catching up with The Lot Pharmacy. Okay. Um, <laughs> we will make sure you subscribe and make sure you tune in for this week's episode. I want to thank you again for joining us and just sharing your story with everyone, letting us know like the history and the love behind just natural hair care. I appreciate you guys for having me. This was definitely a great experience. Absolutely. Well, I hope you enjoy the rest of your day. We will definitely be keeping in contact and look out for your episode. <laughs> thank you again for having me. Happy Memorial Day. Happy Memorial Day, darling. Talk to you later. Bye-bye.